It's the Sam Bravo Podcast. Yes, sir. Good morning, good evening, whatever time zone you're in. I want to welcome you guys to the Stan Bravo Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Stan Bravo. Real quick, I need to give you guys a shout out. I got, I'm getting the numbers back uh, from this podcast and um, the numbers are coming in really, really good, man. So from the bottom of my heart, I need to thank you wherever you are in this world that is tuning in. I promise I'm going to keep this thing going, Um, you know, so please let's build together, you know, share this podcast with as many people as you can, tell them about it, uh, get them to uh, subscribe to me um, on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts, get them to follow the Facebook page, Stan Bravo Facebook page, um, and also follow me on um, Instagram as well, Stan Bravo Instagram page. Uh, for more, you know, uh, so we can grow this thing together and, uh, yeah, you know, we can share, share ideas, you know, it'll be something, it'll be something dope. Okay. So, uh, the topics I want to talk to you guys tonight is there's a, there's three topics that I want to cover tonight and I'm going to make sure we get through all three. I'm titling this episode, the clout chase culture episode, clout chase culture. It is the thing. What is it? Are we in it right now? What are my thoughts on it? And what are your thoughts on it as well? First topic is, you know, um, it's a bit of industry advice, right? Like some people ask me, Hey, when do I need a manager, you know, or, when do I need a um, agent or, uh, you know, um, who's the most important person that I should have in my team? So I'm going to give you guys some uh, a free game here tonight on, on what I think. Mind you, it is what I think. It is my opinion. You don't have to take what I'm saying as gospel truth, but I'm going to endeavor to answer that. I'm also going to talk about this talent matter in this current climate that we're in right now does how talented you does how talented you are actually matter we'll talk about that finally i want to talk about cloud chase culture and why i feel that right now everything appears to be entertainment and what does that mean for us as a society so hold tight keep it locked this is the stan bravo podcast All right, let's just get right into it, right? Um, Let me sip this tea. Sipping on this peppermint tea. I'm trying to be healthy. Okay, so this is something that I get asked a lot um, by young, up and coming talent, artists, whether you sing, you dance, you rap, you act, whatever it is. Something I. I always get asked is, yo, you know, when do you think I need a manager or when when do you think I should be looking to get a manager who's the most important person do you think that I should have in my team? Is it a manager? Is it an agent? Is it a lawyer? Et cetera, et cetera. 
So let, let me answer the first question, right? In terms of a manager, when when do I think you should be looking for a manager? My answer is when you have a business that's worthy of being managed respectfully. I know how that sounds. Sounds harsh. However, think of it like this. If you open up a store, right, and you have no customers coming in, you haven't traded at all. Are you going to go off and hire talent? I mean, hire staff? Doesn't make any sense, right? My opinion, my opinion, a manager basically is, you know, your employee. It's somebody that you're paying to go off and do something that you can't pay this person if you haven't generated any type of money. Now, here's a caveat. There are some managers, though, that have the ability to take you from being a relatively unknown person and making you a known a known person. That is a thing, right? But even with that, even with that, in my humble opinion, I feel that you should be you should be interested in the business that you're in, right? Before somebody else has to come and work your business for you. Like for me, um, before I got you know, managed by the couple people that were managing me throughout my uh, career, I was interested in the recording business, right? And I went off and I read books and uh, this is, you know, of course, pre-social media or at least YouTube days um, where everything was not readily available. So I, I would go to uh, bookstores and, and, um, uh, and, or, you know, library and, and, and I'd research books on the, uh, the music business. And um, I remember this one in particular book. I'm not going to mention any names uh, that I read. And it was a book about the uh, the music business. And I read this book a couple times. And then I looked at who wrote the book. And it turned out that it was a well-known lawyer in, uh, in the um, um, industry. Uh, so um, I called him up. And he answered. I said, hey, man. I read your book a couple times. I'm wondering if you would be willing to represent me. And he said, you know what's so funny? You're the first artist that I know of that has actually not only read my book, but actually called me up to ask me what I consider, uh, you know, repping them. And um, I like your style, kid. Come in to my office and, and let's talk. And many, many years later, this person is still my, my uh, lawyer. So there's that. But to get back to what I was saying earlier, I think that it's, it, again, this is my, on my opinion, that you should be interested in the business that you're in. Don't just rely on the fact that you might be talented in one area to push you forward, right? In my opinion, the talent is what gets the ears open. But it's your understanding of the business and your work ethic, which is what determines how long you stay here. A lot of people make a, a big fuss on getting on, getting on. How do I get on? How do I get on? In my opinion, I don't think getting on is it's the hardest thing. And I know some people 
they, they may say, hey, man, well, that's easy enough said for you because you are on. And yes, I am on. But here's the thing. Getting on is one thing. Staying on is something else. Okay? Some free game for you. And, and in my opinion, staying on determines how long you or how much rather you know about the industry that you're in. Right. And this goes, you know, for, for anything. Right. Like if, if you're going to um, you're going to sell T-shirts, you, you, you want to understand how the garment industry works. You want to you want to understand, OK, you know, um, where my shirts are going to be coming in from and how much I'm going to be um, spending going out. And so how much I'm, I, am I going to price my things so I can get a reasonable ROI, right? Um, I, I don't think that anybody that I know that has been in or uh, any of, the, uh, of, the, of these industries or ran or, or is currently running their own business is not interested in the business that they're in. That's why they are and that's why they are successful. So in my opinion, again, I think before you're looking at hiring staff, you should be looking at the business first. You should be looking at who's who, what's what, what is moving. If I make a song here, how can I get it off my computer and into the ears of many, many people, right? What do I have to actually do that? What do I have to, to do to perform, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And more importantly, what do I have to do to get paid off of what I'm doing so I can continue doing it, right? For some weirdo reason, a lot of artists are, you know, scared to talk about money or scared to even think about the business. And I feel, my opinion, that's how they get you, right? You should be totally pumped about money and uh, wanting to understand it because the more money you have, the more ability you have to go and create Whatever it is that you want. Okay. Some free game giving you guys right now. So, again, just to recap, when should you have a manager? Again, in my in my humble opinion, once you have a business that is worthy of being managed, and you do this by establishing your business first. Establish the structure in it, um, you know, what it actually looks like. When you record, um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm talking in, in the sake of uh, music is the uh, context, but th this could be anything. This could be film. This could be whatever it is. OK. Um, but, yeah, you you, you, you want to iron out what your structure is, what that looks like. You know, hopefully you've already put things out. You're beginning to uh, generate some income and your business is taking off so much that you cannot um, attend every single meeting, right? Because you still need to go ahead and create. And this is when having a good manager to kind of, you know, tag in to go ahead and, and have some of those meetings and then reconvene with you, um, I think is, 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 is when it's, you know, like important that to happen. Um, okay, school. So that's the first part of that question. Second part, Who's a more important important person in my team? In my opinion, I would say a lawyer. You know, I would say, uh, yeah, getting yourself a good lawyer. It's really important. You know, um, some of these lawyers have um, access to many people. 
you know uh, again like the the lawyer that I that that uh, reps me is a he's great at his job he's expensive but he's worth every dime so I, I, I don't matter uh, I don't mind paying him um, because I know that he's gonna get stuff done right so I would look at that I, I would also look at a accountant my opinion right um, an agent somebody to you know look at as well and again you know like a, a, a manager but again this is my opinion whatever works for you works for you don't just take what, what I'm saying as gospel and run with it because I'm saying it okay but one thing I feel like I that I think you can take for gospel is know the business that you're in okay um spend time to understand how money works how how um how uh yeah like how if you write this song how you plan to make money off of it um uh if you make a film etc 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 right and also my opinion i think don't be afraid to uh to want to talk about money you know i think it's really important and again that's the thing that will um, determine how long you stay here and more importantly, how, how you're able to create in this space moving forward. All right. There's some free game for you. Okay. So does talent matter? Hmm. a big one does talent matter I want to say yes I also like want to say no um, I, I want to counter it with it depends what you consider to be talent right because um, like if, if you're thinking about it in the traditional sense that you know somebody that has really banged on, on their craft for years um, and has been able to excel um, at their craft and is now should be able to reap the benefits of that craft. Um, I, I, then I would say yes, absolutely. I, I would say that, uh, you know, um, your audience should come to expect something of you, right? Like if you are a rapper and you're talented at, at uh, what you do, and you're good at, at what you do if you're a producer and you're great at making music, um, you should absolutely con uh, continue to foster that, right? And bang at your craft and, and get better and experiment and stuff like this. Um, because, you know, you, you're beginning to build a brand name that people will come to, you know, um, expect a lot from, okay? Um now we'll say though, in this day and age though, there's there seems to be two extremes, right? There seems to be either people that are ultra talented that, that get recognized, or people that are ultra bad at what they do that that uh, uh, um, seem to get recognized, right? Um, because I think again, this is my opinion in. The entertainment industry, we are in the industry of attention, right? Like, um, 
whatever it is, whether you can play the violin to uh, a classical level or you play it so bad that you go viral for how bad you play. In the minds of the audience, the feeling is kind of same. It's it's about how how much have you have you been able to um, grab this person's attention and more importantly hold it. And I think this is why a lot of labels, in particular, like to go to social media, right, um, to find talent. And um, and. They don't really care whether whether you're really good at what it is that you do. As long as your your follow count uh, your follower count is high, then they tend to just you know want to throw deals at you. I think that's changing now. For some of my friends that work in the space, I do think that some of these guys are beginning to, to kind of wisen up. That that's probably not the best business practice, but there still is a lot of people that um, will rate followers and likes over uh, talent, you know, which is unfortunate, but it's the belly of the beast and and, and uh, it's where, where we are now. I'm not saying it's where we're gonna we're gonna always be, but it definitely is where we are now, which is unfortunate. Let's put this down. So, is talent important? Does it matter? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. And the reason why I say yes is because, you know, um, there's only so long that fake thugs can pretend, right? Um, eventually, your shtick is going to run cold. Um, and people are going to be looking to you for something hot. And if you're not able to deliver that, then they're going to go elsewhere, you know, and, and go find it. So, yeah, I will say that I do think that talent still matters. Absolutely. I will say this, though. And this is something that is really ironic that I find. Usually people that are untalented, um tend to be the squeakiest wheel right and usually like the, the squeaky wheel will get the oil sometimes people that are super talented tend to know that that they're super talented or, or that they're really good at, at what it is that they do and they'll tend to be um you know really sort of you know passive about it you know some might even say like they may have like a touch of arrogance. And as a result, a lot of opportunities will tend to, you know, pass them by. Right? Again, it's something that I've witnessed firsthand. Um, so with that, I would say that if you're talented and what it is that you you do, you, you have to be, in my opinion, equally talented on how you get out what you do. Okay. Um, whilst not going against your 
your brand and your um, ethics, whatever they may be. Right. I mean, you know, it's it's your game. And um, in this game, there really isn't no rules to it. You know, a lot of people will come and tell you, hey, you know, if you do this, this will happen and, and, and whatever. And I've said this before. All that is cap for the most part. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. If they did know, if they could say, yep, writing like this is a surefire hit, that person would be a billionaire. That person would be, you know, a multi, multi Grammy award winning billionaire in music. 100%. Right. Or they, they'd be willing all they'd be winning all the Oscars or whatever it is. Right. For the most part. You know, the business is about, uh, you know, kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall. Right. And we're seeing like whatever sticks and and, you know, hey, that works. Then the industry goes there. Right. And, and somebody over here, you know, was does something and that works. Cool. Let's go there. You know, um, at least from my experience, this is what I've seen. And this is why I come back to what I've said before. At, at the end of the day. The only thing you you will have is your talent. So I do think that you should absolutely spend time and nurture it. Okay. Um, Yeah. You know, because like I said before, in in my opinion, the industry is reactive. It's not proactive. You know, Um, it, it probably used to be with the ability to go and take talent and cultivate it and really nurture young talent and stuff like that. But a lot of those departments have, have uh, closed out now. Right. Uh, and now they want things ready made so they can go off and try to, you know, blow it up. You know, that's kind of like how the game goes, you know, and I know that there's a lot of artists that jump into the game and, you know, swear that, that, that they're so nice and they're so talented. And yes, they probably are nice and talented or dope, whatever, you you know, uh, word you, you want to use. Um, but unfortunately, in this climate, doesn't really go so far, you know, um, w- without the other stuff as well. So that's just my whole, you know, is is my is my take on is talent still important? I, I feel like absolutely it is. 100%. 100% it is. But I also feel that you got to be aware of the environment and where you are right now, you know, in in the game. I'm not saying that you, need, you should cater to whatever is popular the moment. Um, I, I don't live in that space. I think you should absolutely always try to endeavor to be the trailblazer and produce original ideas and things that we haven't seen and or heard before. But I'm also saying just to be aware that, um, you know, talent without work or work ethic, it's not going to get you too far, in my humble opinion. I also can't stress just, in my opinion, how hard it is to be an artist in this generation of over- saturation i mean god damn um when i was coming up you know there wasn't too many you know that were doing what i was doing now i could 
spit in the air and hit six rappers, you know, um, or singers or people who are trying to be in the industry. And man, it's crazy, you know. Uh, so, yeah, if you really out there and you really want to be in the space, my friend, you got to be on your shit for real, for real out here, you know. Um, but I also feel like you got to manage to keep you don't lose you. That's probably the most important thing I can say. All right. So, yo, on that note, keep it locked right here. I'm going to go ahead, pay a couple bills. Uh, when I come back, I'm going to talk to you guys about clout chase culture. It's a term I just created. That's a thing. Give me my flowers. Cloud chase culture. Is, is it a thing? You know, I think it is. Maybe you feel different. I'm going to outline what it is when I when I get back. So keep it locked right here. This is Stan Bravo podcast. Of course, I'm Stan Bravo. I'm here. You guys are out there. Keep it locked. Yo, what up? What up? This is Stan Bravo, the host of the Stan Bravo podcast. It's the Stan Bravo podcast. Are you a business owner that is looking for a way to partner with the pod? Well, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email, stanbravopodcast at gmail.com with a proposal, and I will check it out. And if it makes sense, I'll be in touch. Yo, what up? This is Stan Bravo. As many of you guys may know, early this year, I went through cancer and even chemotherapy. And thank God I've made it out on the other side. And as a way to give back to the people that have given me a second chance, I designed a collection of t-shirts to raise money for the MacArthur Cancer Therapy Center. Some of the proceeds from the shirts will go to the center to raise money for the folks there that do an amazing job day in, day out, especially during the times that we're living in now with this pandemic. If you're interested, head over to stanbravo.com right now, check out one of the shirts, and uh, purchase one today. Yo, are you a singer, a dancer, a rapper, whatever you are? I am looking for some unsigned, talented people to interview. Are you one of them? I think you could be. Here's how we will both know. Shoot me an email, stanbravopodcast at gmail.com, and let me know why you should be on the pod. And if it makes sense, then I'll have you on. At Stan Bravo Podcast at gmail.com. Back which is the Stan Bravo Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Stan Bravo. Uh, thank you guys for still sticking around with me early in the podcast. We were talking some industry shit, right? Um, some people were asking, when do you think is the most appropriate time to be looking for reps? You know, manager, agent, um, lawyer. And I answered that. And also, who do I think might be the most important person in your team. I think I answered that as well. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and talent. Does talent really matter in this current climate that we're in? Spoke about it as well. So, right now, I want to talk to you guys about a term that I created. I'm taking full credit for it. Give me my damn flowers. And it's clout chase culture clout chase culture why do i say this why do i say that we are living in a culture of endless clout chasers well because look around 
you know? Now, real quick, I did not coin the phrase clout chaser. I think we all know what that is. But I don't think we realize that we have cultivated a culture of it. You know, how, how have I came to this conclusion? Well, recently I was watching a video um, of a, uh, there's a uh, young, um, you know, black girl uh, that is crying over the death of her father. Horrible video. Horrible, horrible video. And I wish I'd never watched it. Um, and I'm just thinking, man, here I am watching this damn video. The person filming is focusing on this young baby. Um, the scene is terrible. You know, her father is presumably dead. I would imagine. And I'm like, how can you just hold your phone up and film this right now? How do we do this? And this isn't the only one that I saw. I remember a few years back, there was a video. Um, I think it came out of New York where there was a, um, a young baby that was crawling around on the ground on the the stone cold concrete while a dude is filming the young baby. And he's like, you know, it's side, baby, it's side, it's side. Didn't even think about picking the baby up in, in that moment, consoling the child, maybe putting a, I don't know, a jacket around the child, whatever. It was freezing. It was winter. Sitting there filming this kid. And then I'm sitting there thinking, shit, here I am watching it. And then I'm thinking, shit, where have we gotten to? Not as a society, but as a species to where we have turned everything into entertainment. Everything. There was a time where we knew what the lines were, right? Like we knew where the parameters were. We knew that, okay, wake up in the morning, Saturday morning cartoons. I'm an 80s baby, forgive me. Um, you know, you race home in, in the afternoon to watch, you know, of course, cartoons or whatever was your favorite sitcom. And you knew that you were there to be entertained. That's why you turned on screen, right? The TV. But right now, it seems as though Everything is entertainment to us. Everything is something that we must witness and take into our psyches. And I wondered two things. I wonder, of course, number one, when did we get like this? Three things, actually. When did we get like this? Have we always been like this? And what does this mean for our psyche moving forward when we're sitting here and we're absorbing this type of stuff? You know, and, you know, it's just a, like, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I, I, I can't imagine that it's having positive effects on us. Now, some people will say, well, hey, I'm raising awareness. God bless you. God bless you for, for doing that. But, you know, to use, you know, to go back with the example that I was talking about before, 
while you're raising awareness, you could that person, the, the cameraman could have also raised that child up off the concrete. The other cameraman didn't have to sit there and film that baby being, you know, crying while his fa uh, her father was stretched out. These are my opinions, right? Have we lost our humanity? Have, have we lost our ability to be humans in moments of distress? Or have we always been like this? I don't know. I wonder if the like button was one of the worst things ever created for us. I don't know. And here I am. I'm I'm I, I at some level, I'm part of this matrix, right? Like a, I'm I'm asking you guys to share this thing around and and to like it. So I'm so I'm part of the album rhythm. So this this message spreads. And for the record, I do hope that that you guys do it. But I'm also not, you know, I don't disconnect myself from the fact that I'm also part of this matrix. And at some level, I am, even if it's me just, just watching it, I am playing a small part in where we all are. So it's something that, you know, just has not really been sitting well with me for a long time. You know. And I'm just wondering, I mean, how, how do we get back? Can we get back? I don't know. I don't know. Or is this who we are now? You know, that, that there may be some, you know, glimmers of hope here and there for humanity. But, you know, this is where we are. Now, on the flip side, you can raise the argument. Well, actually, filming stuff does do positive things. I mean, look at the case of George Floyd, right? And um, um, Eric Gardner and countless others, right? Unfortunately. So I can understand the argument for it, but I mean, you know, when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it really makes me question where we are. You know, what it, what has our value set become? Like, I'm not saying that if you see something really bad happening that you should sort of like, I don't know, jump in front of a bullet or whatever. But man, yeah, if, if you see a child crawling around on the ground and it's cold outside and if you're from New York or the East Coast in the wintertime and you know what those winners are like. You know what I mean? Little baby crawling around in a damn onesie. Come on now. Tighten up. You know what has to be done in that moment, in my opinion. And it's not filming, you know, to put it up on, on your damn Instagram or to get your Facebook lit or your TikTok, you know, popping or whatever the hell that you're on. Shit is wild to me. You know, I just think. And, and, and again, for, for the people that have consumed it, like myself, I wonder what is it within within us that we feel compelled to watch this stuff? Because, I mean, here's the truth, right? If every time somebody posted a video 
that you knew was going to be bad going into it. And you made the conscious decision not to watch it. Eventually, people would get the message and they'd be like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, record this because nobody's going to watch it. Right? So at some level, we are rewarding this behavior by engaging with it. Right? By watching it and commenting on it and whatever the case may be. And you have these companies that, you know, um, get paid off of it. Billions. You know. It's just just something that, you know, it's been really, really weighing on, on my heart and on my spirit. And I felt compelled to, uh, to uh, speak about it here, you know? So here I am, you know, cloud chase culture. Is there, is there a way back from it? Is it, is it even a thing? Am I being dramatic? I could be, I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. (laughs) Ironically, let me know in the comments. Right. Oh, man. All right. Keep it locked right here. I'll be back. Um, Go ahead again. Pay some more bills. When we get back, let's we're going to talk about some uh, trending topics. This is Stan Bravo podcast. Keep it locked. Yo, what up? What up? This is Stan Bravo, the host of the Stan Bravo podcast. It's the Stan Bravo podcast. Are you a business owner that is looking for a way to partner with the pod? Well, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. Stan Bravo podcast at gmail.com with a proposal and I will check it out. And if it makes sense, I'll be in touch. Yo, what up? This is Stan Bravo. As many of you guys may know, early this year, I went through cancer and even chemotherapy. And thank God I've made it out on the other side. And as a way to give back to the people that have given me a second chance, I designed a collection of t-shirts to raise money for the MacArthur Cancer Therapy Center. Some of the proceeds from the shirts will go to the center to raise money for the folks there that do an amazing job day in, day out, especially during the times that we're living in now with this pandemic. If you're interested, head over to stanbravo.com right now, check out one of the shirts, and uh, purchase one today. Yo, are you a singer, a dancer, a rapper, whatever you are? I am looking for some unsigned, talented people to interview. Are you one of them? I think you could be. Here's how we will both know. Shoot me an email, Podcast at gmail.com, and let me know why you should be on the pod. And if it makes sense, then I'll have you on. At Podcast at gmail.com. Back with you, this is Stan Bravo Podcast, and of course, I'm Stan Bravo. I um, want to thank you guys for rocking with me for this long. Uh, always appreciate it. Always appreciate you guys. Do remember, if you want to listen to, the pre- to this episode and previous other episodes, you can go and find them right now on Apple Podcasts and, of course, Spotify. Right now, let's get into some trending topics, shall we? Okay, so let's talk about it real quick. Uh, for those that may not know, I am a super comic book nerd. Yes, I am, and I'm proud of it. Shout out to uh, Disney. They've been on fire. As we all know, couple misses, 
Eternals cough. But um, for the most part, they've been consistent. That Spider-Man movie that came out is crack. I loved it. I saw it with my son. Probably going to go ahead and see it again. Um, great to see, um, of course, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire um, in, in roles. And I can't wait to see um, what they got moving forward. Of course, Doctor Strange, uh, um, the Multiverse of Madness. That's going to be coming out. I can't wait to check that out. Going to look dope. It looks like it's going to be fire. Uh, the new Moonlight trailer. They just announced that. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I think the trailer drops on Monday. Right? So, um, being on the lookout for that. I know I will. Um, and I can't wait to uh, check that out. Right? Um, I thought this, this was interesting. and This comes by way of Hollywood Unlocked. That is reporting that um, uh, Neo... Shout out to uh, Neo, man. He... Um, uh, we actually, I think I, I, I opened up for Neo back in the day. Yeah. At the, um, the gas nightclub in Sydney back in the day. I know how it sounds for a rapper to open up for, for an R&B singer, but I did just that. And his performance was amazing. Shout out to him. There was a young Rihanna in the building. This is, um, what's that, what's that song she had? Um, upon the replay, whatever that, that was that Rihanna. That was in the building that night. Uh, so shout out to her as well. It was cool. There's a story, which um, I will tell you guys another time. But um, yeah, it was cool. But uh, uh, Neo says that, you know, basically uh, that, that saying bitch is the equivalent of saying I love you now in in um, in uh, R&B and songs. You know, the fact that, um, you know, right about now. Uh, a lot of R&B singers are really emotional, emotionally unavailable, um, and and their fans as well. You know, it seems to be that right now, um, yeah, like you, you're not getting love songs, which is ironic because I mean, <laughs> Neo did have that that you know, like he was so sick of of uh, love songs. I just want to point that out. I could not let you know that that joke go past me. But um, but he's right. He he is right, and and I do agree. Um, what does that say about where we are now? Uh, you know, in terms of music, in terms of R and B, I'll leave that up for you guys to decide. Um, I'm an old head. I'm a proud old head. You know, um, my musical aesthetic and taste is still very much. 90s and and 2000s R&B music. There are there are a couple artists that, that I am looking at right now, um, and and I'm really digging what they're doing. Don Tolliver being one of them. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, when it comes to R&B music, I am absolutely 100 still um, in my comfort zone of the uh, 90s and the uh, uh, 2000s. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree, man. It's a kind of a sad state of affairs because, you know, um, all that brash talk, that's usually stuff that is, you know, reserved for rappers, you know. Um, uh, and, 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 and now, you know, again, you know, the lines are so blurred now, you know, rappers are singers, singers are rappers. So, you know, who's who? I don't know who's who or what, what or what's what. But I will say... 
Um, who? Don, Don Tolliver, 100%. Brent Fayez. Alfayez. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Or maybe I'm butchering it. But his shit is dope. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really digging his stuff. 100%. You know, and to me, he has that, um, that throwback aesthetic. You know, that, that I think is missing in the space right now. And, and, uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, he's, he's one uh, record away, man, in my opinion, you know, from really blowing up the way I feel like he should, should have been blown up by, by now. Um, but I agree. I agree. But again, I'm one man. What do you guys think? You know, um, is, R&B in a good position? I don't know. You guys tell me. I don't know. Uh, I I gotta talk about this this thing as well because, of course, this is what people are talking about. But the man, the myth, the legend, Kanye to the, you know. Uh, first off, let me just start by saying this real quick, man. Kanye is a master. He has mastered. I don't think probably since Michael Jackson has we have an artist that has mastered the ways to remain in headlines consistently. You know, um, Kanye is, he's a doctor at that shit, you know? Um, so Kanye took to the internet, says that, uh, Kim Kardashian is not, um, allowing him to see his, uh, baby girl or his kids rather. Um, but specifically his daughter for her uh, birthday. Um, hold on a second. He was saying that he's being stopped by by security when he tries to go and um, attend, and he doesn't feel that it's right. And I, I, I for one, agree. You know, uh, you know, you get, like let that man live, man. You know, as, as long as he's not uh, bringing harm to, you know, the child or or himself or you know, anybody in that space, then, you know, I, 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 I do think that he should be allowed to see his child. Um, so Kanye went off and he um, posted a video talking about that, uh, which, of course, you can see on, online if you're if you're interested. Um, then he came back and he said that um, I think Travis Scott shout out to uh, Travis Scott, too, by the way, I, I, I do want to talk about World at some point. Um, but Travis Scott came back, hit his line, gave him the address, and he was able to attend his uh, daughter's birthday, which I think is cool. You know, so, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. I know he, he has a new record coming out with the game where he's talking about wanting to, um, you know, beat up. What's his name? I, I forget the guy's name. Uh, the comedian guy. Um, uh, Pete, Pete Davidson. There you go. Um, yeah, you know, he wanted to, uh, whoop on him, you know, who knows if it's going to happen, who knows, you know? but, uh, yeah, but I will say that, um, the whole thing is, is what like folks are talking about right now. So here I am talking about it as well. Right. So shout out to, to, uh, Kanye West and that whole movement. Oh yeah. This, this right here, I, I thought was, um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what to really think about this, but I'm talking about the whole metaverse, specifically people buying real estate in metaverse. According to CNBC, um, some investors have been spending upwards to 
you know, a million dollars buying property, virtual property in the metaverse. Somebody even dropped $450,000 to be Snoop Snoop Dogg's neighbor in the metaverse. I don't know what to think of this. I don't even know what this shit is about yet. If you are smarter than me at it, please hit my line. Let me know what it's about. Um, and also, how where do I begin to to invest if, if, if it's something that could potentially make money? I mean, they're talking about that, that they estimate about a trillion dollars um, worth of business will be going through the metaverse. I thought that was crazy. But here we are, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would love to know um, more about this thing. Um, again, if you're somebody that's out there and you're way more versed in it than I am, hit my line, please. I, I would love to know about it, man, because this is crazy. I mean, I, I personally could not imagine dropping 450 racks just to live next to Snoop Dogg virtually. But hey, that that's me and somebody else clearly did. So I, I want to know about it. And, and also, I like money. So if there's a way that I can get to it. I can get to that bag and make that virtual money or real and whatever it is. I am all for it. Okay, so please let me know. Hit me up. Shoot me an email. Standbrabblepodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts about it. All right, that's it for me, folks. I need to thank you guys for checking out the podcast, checking out this episode. Do remember every other episode, including this one, drops every Monday worldwide All you got to do is follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for this episode. They should be dropping 11 a.m. Sydney Eastern Standard Time. Uh, You know, so um, I don't know whatever that time is, wherever you guys are at. But, um, you know, just make sure that you have your notifications on so you get it the moment it drops. Do remember to please share this podcast with as many people as you can. Uh, let's uh, like it and, and of course comment so it can remain in the algorithm to get it seen and heard by as many people as possible. I always appreciate your support. Do remember, like I said before, if you are a artist and you're looking to be interviewed or something like that, you got something cool going on, hit me up, Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Again, if you are a business owner and you are looking for uh, a way to partner with the pod? Well, hit me up again. Podcast at gmail.com with your proposal and I will be in touch. On that note, I'll see you guys next week. Aicha. Peace. It's the Sam Bravo Podcast. <laughs>